Fest Facts. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Fast Fest Facts at Big Pine Comedy Festival here at Mike Drop Comedy in San Diego. I'm Mary O. Church, and I'm really glad to be back with you here with another amazing and talented comedian, Andrew Stanley. Ah, uh, thank you so much for saying that. It's good to be on Fast Fest Facts. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> it is not that fun to say, but it's fun to do. It is fun to do. Andrew, you're from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, yeah. And Very far. welcome. We're glad you're here. What prompted you to apply to Big Pine Comedy Festival? Um, I knew, knew people that had done it before and, you know, other comedians that say, if you're going to do a festival, that is one of the best ones you can do. And uh, it's honestly the only festival I applied to this year and I got in, so I'm not going to apply to any more and just, try, just take my 1,000 batting average into next year. So That is awesome. Feels great. Um, has it lived up to any expectation that you had so far? It's been awesome. Yeah, I got in yesterday, so I haven't been here uh, the whole time, but already I already got to do two shows, both with really fun audiences, and the panels this morning were both super helpful, and it felt like a... I was in school taking notes in my notebook. My notebook only has jokes in it. It's the first like useful information I've ever written in my notebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, everybody here is so nice. I got to meet a lot of comics that uh, had heard of but or never met or had never heard of and never met, but all super funny people. And uh, it's also nice to be in San Diego. Absolutely. The weather is like perfect right now. Um, there is a batch of comedians that I only know on social media because of the pandemic. And so this week I've been like, oh, hey, like we, we're friends. And as long as they're okay with that, like don't be my friend on social media, <laughs> but not in real life. But it's been so fun to meet people face to face also. It is. It is weird because in comedy is kind of a small world compared to like most jobs you can have. So normally you've heard of everybody in a city or at least a lot of them so it's funny to come where everybody's coming from all over the place and gets together and you kind of know each other or know of each other and it's uh feels like long distance dating meeting for the first time <laughs> and you get to see everybody on stage you're used to just seeing people in short clips and then you get to see them do like a longer set which is fun yeah that's been really cool too i'm gonna mention that you just tried to put a mint in your mouth and totally missed twice in a row I wish this was videoed because that was that was a great TikTok moment if no, you needed it. it was TikTok, TikTok moment. <laughs> it was probably embarrassing and humiliating. <laughs> Did and you eat it um, off the ground, or was that a different no, one? No, I caught it on my leg. Oh, that's that's talent. <laughs> I always feel like whenever something like that happens, and then you like catch it with something other than your hands, I get so proud of myself. She's like, oh, I got it on my elbow. Pretty good. <laughs> no one saw it, but. Um, when? How long have you been doing comedy? Where? When and where did you start? Started in Atlanta in 2016, so I'm coming up on six years. Yeah. Um, started. I always know when I started because it was right when uh, Trump was like nominated, and that's all anybody was doing jokes about. Yeah. So I always know how long I've been doing stand up. I was really, I was really glad I quit improv right <laughs> when that was getting started because that's all anybody was doing, and I'm like, I'm done with this. It was, yeah. It was just the focus of everything. I I was new in comedy. I just, oh, I guess everybody just talks about politics and comedy because it's all I ever knew. But uh, glad that's kind of faded out at least a little bit. But a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 2016 Atlanta at the Laughing Skull Lounge. Great club yeah. in Atlanta. And uh, still I'm up there uh, just about every week when I'm home. So it's, it's fun to go from like the scared guy signing the list to like feeling at home there after yeah. several years. Um, what when you applied and now that you're here, what are you hoping to get out of the festival? Like, do you have any kind of like goals of like I want this or I want to do this? You know, you have in comedy, you try to set goals, but you also just kind of have to go with the flow. And I try to have goals, but be willing to deviate from them. And honestly, 
you know when you do a festival, you know at the very minimum you're going to meet some cool comics you didn't know before. And then it's it works out great because you go visit different cities and now you know a comic in that city and you can get more stage time. But, yeah. but also the industry here is so great and it's such a broad kind of... Uh, group of industry to where there's people that are booking colleges and then there's all these comedy club bookers and so um, I'm looking forward to kind of like the speed dating thing we're doing tomorrow yes. where you can kind of spend some time with each of the industry that's here and you know. Do you have your elevator speech worked out? No I'm going to work on that tonight I think. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that, that was part of it but that I mean, would no, be smart. How long do we have with each person? I think it's three minutes but um, okay. I just I didn't just make that up but I feel like that's what you would want to do that's is good. give them an elevator speech. Like, hi, I'm Mary Upchurch. I'm from Phoenix. I, and then maybe list like your three biggest things. Yeah. And then tell them like what you want. Yep. Or ask them a good question. Like, you know, what? tell me about your club or what yeah. kind of. That's what I would do. All right. I sh we should be taking notes right now. So much good info. Yeah. You know, that panel today was really good. But then we got speed dating. And then the, the college and cruise booking people are having their yeah. own panel. Yeah. And then there's that one that's like everything in the kitchen sink. <laughs> like yeah, is that just whatever you didn't ask in the other ones? You can ask it I here? I guess. It's, it's hard. Like. It's hard to figure out, like, what's a good question to ask I know, <laughs> in, I a, just, in a yeah. panel. Yeah, you always feel like, I should ask a question, but what am I going to, yeah. Wasn't it crazy? It's like, um, when do you like getting a veil? And it's like, every two weeks, once a month, no more than once a month, you know? And it's like, yeah. there's so many different answers. It was, that was the, the real answer is it depends. Dep just ask the booker. What they want and do. How that. do you like your avails? I think that yeah. how often that's a, that was a good piece. Of that's advice. the que that's the question they want to get. They don't want to get when can I do shows. It's like, hey, how would you like me yeah. to ask for things? Yeah. That's a that's a life lesson, not just yeah. a comedy lesson, you know. So learned a I, lot. You know, and I think by here, like I've heard that panel. You know, I've heard that advice a lot. Yeah. But I I still like to hear it again and again because then it, it kind of almost triangulates an answer. And then that turns into my processes, you know? Yeah, and the answers change for some people, yeah. and it gives you perspective on why you might be not hearing back or why you're more successful with certain bookers than other bookers. It's because they all operate differently in different cities. They all have different audiences they're trying to make happy. And so it's just you totally case by case. So that's the value of making friends with comedians because the local comedians in a scene know what the bookers like yeah. so if you said mary you know you know how should i submit to tom at stir crazy i'm gonna say okay he likes it this way or you know what i just made that connection i think that's a good resource is find out from the people who maybe know them yeah and the, and the longer i do stand up the more i've realized oh comedians are who help you more than industry honestly like eventually industry will probably help you a lot but a, another comedian recommending you if, if they trust if that comedian, like, that's way better than sending a great video. Yeah. Like, the word of mouth and being being friends with lots of comedians in different cities is uh, is just as valuable, if not more valuable, than being, like, an industry darling. Andrew, we've got this figured out. We got it. I don't I know why. I think we nailed down. Yeah. I think we finished. We <laughs> probably just <laughs> we quit. <na> Done. <laughs> yeah. Good night. We nailed it. Um, you know, this is a new... Um, this is a brand new comedy club. What are your impressions of it so far? And how does it feel to be one of the first comedians? I to love it. Here? Yeah, it's. Uh, I walked in and I was like, oh, everything in here is so intentional, yes. which is which I love. It's great. It's fun. You walk in like the bathroom even, and it's got like its own vibe and everything. The the stuff on the walls very intentional and. It's a good way to put it. Nice. Intentional. The stage has got like the Alice in Wonderland vibe. Yeah. Which is cool. And uh, yeah, I wish more clubs were like this. There's so many of them are. 
are great, but they're just, you know, black curtain and gray seats, and we'll all laugh. Hey, but that's great, too, but it's fun and more unique to see it like this. Yeah, it's going to be really recognizable. Once we start, you're going to start seeing pictures yeah. of everybody get out there, and a special here or there. Um, yeah, and the you're clips, be like, oh, everybody knows drop. where it's from. That's yeah. how Laughing Skull is, too. There's a giant yes. skull on the stage. Yeah. And everybody loves using those clips because it's very clear where you were, and it's a room that has a good reputation. So yeah. it kind of works out. Oh, my gosh. That's so fun. I'm really glad we sat down and talked a little bit you more. You know, we should, we should um, do this more. <laughs> we really should. Where Are you on the 7 o'clock show here? I'm not on any shows tonight. I'm just oh. kind of hanging out. I did two shows last night. Perfect. And Perfect. Um, so I'm just going to support Enjoy and try to try to learn some stuff. Yeah. Well, so. where can people follow you? They can follow me on Instagram at, at Andrew W. Stanley. Uh, on uh, my website's andrewstanleycomedy.com. And I have a podcast called No Worries If Not. No Worries If Not. Andrew, I'm so sorry. I was wrapping up, and I just realized I wanted to ask you one more question. Please. Okay. You're, you do a lot of church. Like, church is a big part of your life yeah. in many ways. Yeah, yeah more than one way. Um, how, so, I wanna, are you, would you call yourself a church comic or a clean comic? Or is that, like, your lane? Good question. I, I've always tried to not have an adjective before comedian. You okay. know, like, I don't want to be in anything. I just want to be funny. So I'm a funny comedian. This, the type of stuff that I write is generally pretty clean because that's just kind of how I'm wired. Um, so it tends to work well when I perform in churches and I can get hired and they tend to trust me and I don't have a bunch of like non-church material online that they're like, Oh, don't do that one. Um, but it's funny, you know, I grew up in church, come from a preacher family, so I, I feel very at home in, in But it's those not rooms. the righteous gemstones. Not quite the righteous gemstones vibes, but, uh, I always tell people like, yeah, that's not what it was like for me growing up, but I do see where they got it all. <laughs> None of it is out of nowhere. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I love it. Well, that makes you really unique, but, um... Churches um, pay pretty well too. If I'm being exactly, honest, so. yeah. There's, I know a handful of comedians like in my scene, who are they do churches and corporate gigs. I don't see them anywhere else. I'm always like, wait, wait, where, like when I first met them, like, well, where do you perform? I never see. They're like, oh, because they don't need to be like well, at the open mic. Yeah, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's great because you can work. There's not that many comedians yeah. that can be funny and clean enough for a church. So it's you know you're pretty desirable for people that want comedy. Um, but also, there is a lot of there are a lot of comedians that get stuck in that world that yeah. are just doing churches, and then their act becomes very churchy, and they can't come to a comedy club and and succeed. So my goal has always been to be, you know, kind of clean enough for like a cool church. Can't be clean enough for all of them. A cool church. Uh, but clean enough for like a young cool church, and then funny enough to do a festival and do well in a comedy club. So that's, that's awesome. kind of where I try to stay. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. I'm glad we got to talk. Enjoy the rest of your festival. And thank you for joining us at Fast Fast Facts from Big Pine. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. Bye.